Welcome to One Cause Church. Here is another inspirational message from Senior Pastor Eric Holler. I want to invite you to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. This will be our starting point this morning. Uh, we're going to look at a few scriptures on the subject of increase. More specifically, the God of increase. That's what I have titled today's message as the God of increase. Everybody say it. The God of increase. He's not the God of subtraction. He's not the God of diminishing returns. He is the God of increase. Amen. The doctor says to the man, have you been drinking fluids? The man says, geez, doc, that's literally all I drink. I'll keep waiting on you, or is that the, as good as it's going to get? When I was 16 years old, I weighed somewhere around 155 pounds. I have increased. You know, not all increase is good, <laughs> but God's kind of increase is always good. You know, inflation is not an increase that we want to experience, is it? Raise taxes. These are not increases that are necessarily favorable to our situations, but God gives good increase. He came up with the idea for increase. He implemented that idea through seed time and harvest. As a matter of fact, he told the, the very first two human beings on the earth, Adam and Eve, be fruitful and what? Multiply. Fill the earth. Huh? Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. This is the Apostle Paul speaking to the Corinthian church. And he says, I planted Apollos water. So he's talking about their labor there for the church and getting this church established and moving forward. Okay? I planted, and he's using this analogy. I planted Apollos water, but God gave the increase. Verse 7. So then neither he who plants is anything nor he who waters but God who gives the increase. You see this? God gives the increase. And you don't have to be super smart um, or, or a super talented person. You just need to be in partnership with God. Hmm? You just need to be in partnership. Uh, we don't always think this way or, or look at this in the right way. I was thinking about a kid who was with our family for 4th of July several years ago. And we went out to um, that show on Allen that they do out at the big park out there. And um, I think we still had our Dallas campus at the time. And uh, little George uh, came to, up to hang out with us. You remember that, Dylan? And, and so, you know, at this event, how many of you have been to that event? And you take your blanket and chairs and stuff and just kind of lay out there picnic style. And, and so as we're on this, blank, this blanket, this man comes by and he hands uh, me a card. And on that card, there's an American flag pin in the card. And on it, it says, um, I'm deaf. Uh, anything uh, would help. And uh, so I pulled out a couple of dollars and I gave them to him. And, and George is sitting there watching me. He says, what, what, what was that? And I, so I handed him the card, and so he reads it, and he looks at me, he goes, his name is Deaf? 
sometimes, sometimes we're not looking at things the right way. And, and, and you know, we, 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 we think about the fact that God having to give his son to die for us, and, and, and like that's the end of the story. But no, God was not only giving his son, God was sowing a seed. He was sowing a seed. He, he believes that seed time and harvest, if you think about this, when you read the scriptures, it seems that God believes seed time and harvest is the answer for everything. When he wanted a family, what did he do? He sowed the seed of his son. And he got us back, didn't he? It really does answer everything. If you need more love, love. If you need more money, give. Or resources, give. If, if you need more blessings in your life, bless others. It works every time. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 10 now. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 10. Y'all don't shut me down if I'm preaching good, okay? Verse 10 says, Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food Supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Wow. That's a mouthful there. A lot of Paul's writings are this way. Um, when, he's, when he's unloading on us this gospel of grace, um, there's so much to it, isn't there? There's so much depth and, and, and uh, abundance in it. And I, but I want you to notice a couple of things from this verse on the subject of increase today about your God of increase, and that is first, God's part. Look, up, look at God's part here in verse 10. He supplies seed to the sower. He supplies food. Is that bread for food? He supplies and multiplies the seeds that you sow, and he increases the fruits of your righteousness. Well, what does that mean? Well, this is what it means. It means you touch more lives and your reach is extended further. Not only that, now that's for the earth, but you're also, in doing this, you're laying up treasures in heaven for yourself. Your fruits of righteousness don't have an expiration date. Hallelujah. That's good to know, isn't it? So whether you see or don't see, right, the return, you're going to see it. You're going to see it. Uh, because this law works for all time. And then the second part is our part. Secondly, it shows us what all God does. And what do, what do you, you do? You sow seeds. That's our part. You sow seeds. Now, the supply is readily available and distributed to you, the sower. So our responsibility is to sow seeds and plan for increase. Sow seeds and plan for increase. I, I want you to notice that he provides seed to the sower. Huh? That's your part. The seed's not going to come if you're not sowing. But that keeps it wide open. That keeps, that keeps you open, that open door from God to supply the seed to you. So if you're willing to sow it, then this is where you are deciding to come into um, an incredible partnership with God. And this law has been here since God declared it. In Genesis chapter 8 and verse 22, remember when after he's talking to Noah, after Noah has come off of the ark and the Lord begins to tell him, you know, how to, how to uh, prosper in, the, in this, told him the same thing. Uh, he told Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply. And then he starts telling him about some laws. As long as the earth remains, Noah, there will not cease to be 
cold and heat, day and night, summer and winter, and seed time and harvest. As long as the earth remains, this law will be intact. So it's something that we as believers need to be aware of. I want you to think about your life in the way of seed time and harvest all the time, that you are a continual sower of seeds. You sow words every day, don't you? Words are seeds. Jesus taught us that. It's not just money or, or things. Uh, words are seeds. When my dad was the, the director of Christ for the Nations, uh, one time the school was um, uh, broke. Well, I say one time. It seems like that was a perpetual problem. <laughs> but uh, uh, God bless them. But the staff had gathered for a prayer meeting and um, one of the staff members was talking to dad and, and informing him about their dire uh, financial situation. And so dad took a moment to teach them on seed time and harvest. The Lord is, has given us a way to have abundance and to not have lack. God is able to make all grace abound to you that you having all sufficiency and all things may have an abundance for every good work. That promise is true for those who are seed sowers. And so he did this, and after he finished, they said, well, Dr. Holler, would you pray for our finances? He said, no. I don't have to pray about the finances. We have to do something. I'm not, I'm not giving instruction from the Scriptures to pray about this near as much as I am about doing something about it. Praying about it, don't put the seed in the ground. You know, it's not, it's not wrong to pray about it. It's wrong to pray about it and not act and not sow the seed. Amen. Now, let's look at 2 Corinthians 10, verse 15. Are y'all having fun yet? Well, I hope it's more than fun. I hope you're being inspired and, and transformed by the word. But it's fun too. 2 Corinthians 10, 15. Not boasting of things beyond measure, that is, in other men's labors, but having hope, but that as your faith is increased, we shall be greatly enlarged by you in our sphere. So what is this teaching us? Your faith is supposed to increase. But here's what's cool. When your faith increases, you enlarge the ministry. Wow. So this is what Paul is telling. He says, I'm enlarged by your increase. And, so he, and, and he's telling this because he's hoping this church could send him to other places to preach the gospel. And so he uses his church in, in, Macedonia, in uh, Philippi as an example of even, even, even they couldn't afford it, even when they couldn't afford it, even in their deep poverty, they gave liberally. And so he's teaching them this principle of seed time and harvest. And not only will it be a blessing for him, but it will be a blessing for them because they'll, they'll grow in their faith and they'll increase in giving. And, and as a result, it gets better and better and bigger and bigger. My, my ministry has increased because of you. I couldn't do what I, what I do without you. I mean, you helped me take this message to the world, and I'm, I'm grateful to God for that. I mean, since I've been your pastor, I've been able to preach in Papua New Guinea, Australia, India, South Africa, Eswatini, formerly Swaziland, Uganda, Africa. I was sitting there writing these things out, uh, and I thought, wow, Mexico, CF&I, we're... we're Students come from all over the world. I mean, you go there, you, you, you got the world in front of you to, to train them up in, um, for ministry, not to mention here in this house and many places throughout the U.S. Our messages reach, you know, uh, 
reach out through the internet, through podcasts, through uh, various social media platforms. Speaking of our podcast, I received an email this past week and wanted to share some of it with you today. My name is Blake. I'm a senior at Missouri State University, and I have been listening to your messages via the One Cause podcast station for some time now. This summer, I really wanted to delve further into my faith and what it means to be a Christian, and your sermons have helped me immensely realize the power I have in Christ Jesus and have helped me to walk more firmly in His promises and in faith. Recently, the desire has been in my heart to speak in tongues, but I'm not sure how to reach that. In my church, uh, baptism in the Holy Spirit is not spoken upon or acknowledged, and I, I wish I was in Texas currently so that I could pray with you in person. I thank you so much for all your words. I hope you know how much your sermons have helped me to grow in my faith. Looking back from where I was to where I am now, I am so happy to see how much closer I am to my Father in heaven. I feel so privileged to have found and listened to one cause. I always glean so much from the messages, and I feel even though I have never physically been to one cause, that it has become a church for me, in which I have been able to grow and understand my identity in Christ. Listen, it's because of you. Because you increase, this ministry increases. And I want to say thank you. Thank you for your dedication and thank you for your contribution that you bring to this house because we're making a difference. I said one cause church is making a difference in the world, whether we see it or not. It's by the grace of God and by you partners that make it happen. When you increase, others will increase too. Now, we've sown lots of seeds as a church through the years. Oh, gosh, we've given away land. We've given away buildings. We've given away uh, sound systems and chairs and all kinds of resources to, to have uh, people in a building, um, uh, teaching materials, uh, uh, money. But most importantly, we've sent out families from here, sent them out, sowed them to send them out for the work of the ministry. So I, I'm, I'm just encouraged, and I want you to get this in your heart and in your thinking and in your speaking, that our greatest harvest is coming. Because if God's not going to be mocked, it's coming. Hmm? And he won't be mocked. For whatever one sows, they also reap. I love this. So we must see everything as sowing. Your, your, uh, John ch chapter 12, and I'll finish with this thought. John chapter 12. Verse 23, going back to what I said earlier about God sowing the seed of his son. Uh, verse 23 of John 12, John, uh, Jesus answered them saying, the hour has come that the son of man should be glorified. Now he's going to tell us how he's to be glorified. Most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. So this is how Jesus is glorified. He's glorified by dying and rising again and bringing forth fruit. He is the seed that's spoken of here. You glorify God and you glorify your own life by bringing forth fruit. Increases the word of the day. Why did, why did Jesus have to die? Somebody might ask. Why did he have to die? Well, Romans chapter 8 verse 29 says, for whom he foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among 
How many? I don't know, but many. Many brethren. You see this? Many, many. He's the God of increase. He's the God of increase. And Jesus had to die. Jesus did not die to make disciples. Jesus died to make sons. Okay? He didn't have to die to make disciples, right? He had them before he died. He had to die to make sons so that you and I could be born again. And he is the firstborn from the dead. Hallelujah. Ensuring that you will rise too. Increase. Last thought. Increase is best done in concert with other believers. Speaking of the body, Paul said in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. Verse 16, from whom the whole body, joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth or increase of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Amen. You get more out of it when you do it with others. These partnerships are powerful things. You know, I used to think that uh, a partner was somebody I hung out with. A partnership means you are a partaker. Amen. It means you get part of what this thing produces. A partner puts in part of the cost, but also enjoys part of the return. Can I get a good amen today? Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for this time together with your precious people. Thank you, Lord, for Blake. Thank you that he reached out to us and connected to us. We pray, God, that your grace and peace would be upon him and that you would give him the desires of his heart. As I will definitely share and help him as best I can in his pursuit of the, the Holy Spirit and the baptism of the Spirit specifically. I thank you, Lord, that you help him and that he will receive this gift shortly and experience it on a daily basis. Lord, I thank you for all these that are here today, those that are uh, listening by podcast, those that are watching our live stream. Father, I pray that grace and peace would be multiplied to them from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And may we not Settle for where we are because you are the God of increase. There is always more with you. Thank you, Father. You have introduced yourself to us this way. Your very first miracle that you let the world see through your son was a multiplication, abundance of wine. The very last miracle that our Savior performed on this earth was the abundance of fish in a net. (laughs) bookended his whole ministry by showing us that you are the God of increase. So, Father, we welcome that in our lives. Increase in us. Increase this truth in us. Increase us in your love. And as the disciples said, increase our faith. (laughs) And I thank you, Lord, that you've given us everything that pertains to life and godliness through the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ who called us by glory and virtue. You know the needs that are in this room. You know a struggle, Lord, and I thank you that you meet these needs. You supply them according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You have the answer. You are the answer. So there's always a way. There is a solution, 
And there is more, and there is absolute victory for those who walk by faith. Praise your name for that. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you thanks and praise. Always. Amen and amen. Now may the Lord bless you and may he keep you and make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you and give you peace in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.